Hello everyone, it is I, the Angry Challengers. Ah, yes, I met you. Yes, yes, yes. It is I. Okay, uh, Soul Calibur 2 aside, I'm here with the Dreaded Challenger. Come with me to... Hey guys, it's, uh, it's Dreaded. Here for another, for a podcast here. We have some special guests. Angry, introduce us. Yeah, after... <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you very much for that. Okay, so you want me to knock you out? No, we're here today with the Easy Challenger once again. Hello, Easy. What's going on, Jim? What's going on? And we're here as well with the new Challenger. Here comes the new Challenger. The Notorious Challenger. Notorious, shout out. What's up? Big ups from California. California. How you guys doing? Yeah. That's right. Just West Coast is the best. Wow. Coast. How's the weather out there? Perfect. All the time. Ah, of course. Yeah. Of course it is. Anyway, vitriol aside, it's good to have you here. Uh, we've all been introduced to Easy, uh, as you know, Easy, veteran, notorious. Hey, tell us a little bit of, a bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm the notorious challenger. Been in the Navy for the last 12 years. I'm originally from Orlando, Florida. Been to about 26 countries so far in the last 12 years. Been playing a lot of fighting games too. And I, I, I probably will be playing. I'll probably go to the grave with a controller in my hand, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> nice. I don't know how the, your family's going to feel about that during the funeral, but hey, if they're cool with it, I'm cool with it. <laughs> if, you, if you have an open casket funeral, I'll be dropping my old N64 controller in there for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Easy, what's been going on with you, man? How you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I uh, I pre-ordered uh, Street Fighter Five, um, and I also picked up Blaze um, for the PS4. I have literally spent about seven hours in the tutorial and training modes, and uh, I gotta say, this is, this is a for uh, new 2D fighters. Um, can I touch base on it real quick. Yeah, um, that you, uh, I kind of lost you there in the middle there. Well, what were you saying? How, how much time did you spend in Blaze Blue? Seven hours. Seven hours of Blaze Blue. That's that's something else right there. Yeah, man. Nothing but uh, the tutorial mode. Seriously. Um, like I said, it's really good for uh, beginners who never really played a, a, a 2D game before. If they sit down and they actually go through the tutorial mode, it goes through everything from basic movements to punish wake-ups. So it's uh, it's it's really good. It's really good. I, I definitely recommend it for people to get their hands on. All right, that's good to hear. We're always glad to hear of a game that kind of walks new players in on how to play rather than just throwing them in the fire like certain games, Street Fighter. So that being said, today's format is going to be a bit different. We're not really going to be talking about a specific topic Instead, we're going to be talking about our challengers here. I mean, we've got two veterans, two service members here with us, and we just want to spotlight them a little bit and talk about the things that they like, and uh, I'm sure Dredd and I would like to follow up with our own uh, decisions here. But I've got a few questions for you guys, and Notorious Challenger, you're our, our new guest today, so let's start off with you, if you don't mind. Sure. I've got a few questions for you, man, about your gaming. And uh, if you'd like to talk about your gaming a little bit, and I'll start asking the questions, and we'll roll from there. 
I have a lot of favorites because I've been playing since Atari 2600. But if we're talking about fighting games, my favorite fighting game is uh, Super Smash Brothers, and I'm, and I'm talking about every type of Super Smash Brothers. And we're talking about from the original and then 64 all the way to the new one. I'm a big fan of Project M, is the modded version of Smash Brothers, and it's a game that I devote too much time to. <laughs> I'm also a dead or alive freak, so easy. Uh, whenever I get set up over here in Cali, we got a battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's going down. I hope you're not afraid of Bayman. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. It's okay. I got something for that, though, but we'll, we'll save that. Yeah, careful, man. He's got a beret. <laughs> <laughs> that means something. Beret never comes off you. <laughs> okay, so your favorite fighting game is and was Super Smash Brothers. What did you like about Super Smash Brothers? What really drew you into that game? So... Every fighting game, at least that's coming out, come out in the, in the last twenty years, have a, has a certain archetype. There's a certain format that you need to play, whether it's a two-dimensional fighter or a three-D-dimensional fighter using sidestepping and all that stuff. There really is a an archetype to it. There's a way to play it. The difference between them and Super Smash Brothers is you can play your character however you want. You can develop your own. Styles you can de develop different techniques, and as you've seen the progression of the games and the evolution of the games, a lot of people have found very intricate ways to make the most out of a party game that Sakurai made for families to have fun. They took a party game and made it into one of the most competitive fighters in the last ten years, and the diversity of the way people play is what really brought me into that game. So that's why it's my favorite. I think it's 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 one of the most in, uh, integral fighting games of the last twenty years, hands down. Very nice, very nice. I guess the current fighting game you're probably playing is going to be. A... Can I? I'm just uh, before we move on. Can, do, do... Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Reddit. Oh yeah, I, I wanted to just ask a quick question there about the uh, the Project M. Do you feel like the privately modded version adds value? to the entire Smash community overall, and how so? I think it does, and, and the reason why is, let's be honest, uh, sometimes developers get fighting games wrong, okay? And we're, and I'm talking about customer model, uh, character models, I'm talking about movesets. I think without the birth of the Project M series, you wouldn't see it as an advanced fighter in the new Smash Brothers. Because if you realize... If you paid attention, at least with Project M1 to, I think it's at 3.6 right now, you noticed custom movesets with certain characters. You noticed some nerfed uh, abilities that were overpowered in the original Smash Brothers. You also see in the new Smash Brothers custom movesets. Now that's something very uncommon. That's actually very foreign in the rest of the, the previous installments of Smash Brothers. So I really think that M increased the value exponentially and it increased the fanfare too because you're getting new character you're getting new players into this game they'll say man I used to play Kirby back in the day in the original Super Smash on the 64 and they they and they'll see a slight slight evolution but when you go take that character into Project M it seems like 
modders have opened up its his potential and the potential of other characters. So then when you go to oh, that's pretty the cool. New Smash we, yeah, when you go into the new Smash Brothers, now you get to really diversify your strategy because now you have different moves with different values of damage, um, different angles, different trajectories of attacks. So it really opened up the game. I don't think the personally, I don't think the Smash Brothers series would have lived on without Project M. Awesome. Hmm. Right. That's a really yeah. good insight. If we uh, if we ever do a Smash cast. You know we're going to have to have you and probably uh, a few of the other Smash players in the new challengers to come up and join us because uh, you seem to have a lot to say about that there, Notorious. Yeah, I would be very honored. Like I said, I, I, I've tried to step up my game. I'll, I'll be honest, ever since I played, I forget his challenger name, but ever since I played Travis uh, back when I was challenger. in the Smashing Challenger, he's really opened my eyes into my the way I play and the way I attack, I, I play a lot more reserved now because of him. And I'm a little more methodical with my approach. I don't just run and gun anymore. So just to add to the, your previous question, I um, that right there, that kind of experience that I played, uh, that I got from playing a very seasoned veteran, a very seasoned and expert player, made me want to get the game more, made me want to do my research made me want to go into the hit boxes and the frame rates of, of characters. And by doing those things, it made it a brand new game for me. And, and if you think about it, it also became a new game for a lot of other people. So Yeah, well, hey, that's, that's what the new challenge is all about, you know. You get together and we, like, collectively just step up our games, you know, make it something else. Very cool. Very good insight. Excellent work, sir. My next question was, uh, the current fighting game or most recent that has your attention, I'm guessing it's Smash on the Wii U, but I'm not going to assume that about you. Uh, what, do you what do you got going on right now, gaming-wise? Well, right now, um, I actually just moved to California from Hawaii, um, so I'm still waiting on my personal goods to get here, my Xbox, my, you know, my Wii and all that other stuff. But uh, a game that really has caught my eye is the new Mortal Kombat uh, Mortal Kombat X. I am impressed. Like Never Netherrealm did it again. They really did, and especially with the new characters that they brought in, the Predator, Tremor, and the other two, J Jason especially. They've done a great job. Great job. I feel it's like it's one of the most balanced fighters out there. All right, we can probably go. All over that one there. Uh, Mortal Kombat's been a, kind of a point of contention here between all the new challengers, but we definitely appreciate your uh, view on that because I personally have never played it, but I do like the fact that NetherRealms always seems to get new players in there getting good at their game and just getting their fans excited like no other game can. I mean, only really Street Fighter can stand up against Mortal Kombat in the grand scheme of things. Okay, and uh, what game are you most looking forward to over the horizon? The game I'm looking forward to is actually Halo 5 Guardians. Yes, I've been playing Halo since the first one. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm an OG, so to speak. Okay. Uh, it's been my favorite fighter uh, shooter for a while, and that's my other specialty of shooting games. But And I'm also, it, I actually have two. I'm, I'm tied. Yes, I'm, I'm actually, it's a tie between Halo 5 and Mass Effect 4. Um, 
especially now, if you ever do a Mass Effect podcast, please invite me because I have a lot to say about Mass Effect. Um, it's not a point of contention, but I do have some. It's got strengths and weaknesses. I'll put it that way. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if we'll be doing anything like that in the any near future. We're probably going to try to, uh, you know, stick to our roots for right now. But when we branch out and do more, we'll, we'll consider you for that. Definitely. Cool. 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 I guess my last question here for you, sir, is uh, any other random games you want to shout out? But I mean, you just shouted out, you know, Mass Effect and uh, Halo. Anything else you got to say gaming wise? The other game I'm looking forward to Fallout 4. For sure. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. Uh, what are you most looking forward to about Fallout 4, though? thing about Fallout 4, now, here, the, the funny thing about it is I've never played 1 through 3. So that's the funny part. The reason why I'm looking forward to Fallout 4 is because I need a fix to my Skyrim addiction. <laughs> Bethesda has been doing a great job with RPGs and their games that they come out with, and I've been wa- waiting for the predecessor or the next uh, evolution of the Elder Scrolls series. But until then, a Fallout 4 will have to do. So I think in a, it, from what I saw at E3, it's something to really look forward to. So, Cool, cool. Yes, yeah, it's, it's great, the challengers. And we not only play fighting games and whatnot, but we also do tournaments for various other games. We, all, we play all, a different group of different games. I mean, everybody's different. Uh, I've never been in big into RPGs, but we got All Stars really big in RPGs. You're big in the open world RPGs, but you're also rather, rather good at Smash. So we're not just one trick ponies here. I mean, I, I guess I kind of am, but <sighs> I no, we're not. We challenge everything. Challenge so. everything and everyone. Now it's time to move over to Easy. So Easy, how are you doing today? I'm good, gentlemen. I'm good. You know, living in a uh, good old Maryland here this uh humidity so i'm kind of yeah <laughs> why i, I feel you about. on the I humidity about. <laughs> yes um so what's your favorite fighting game as you guys know um, on the first podcast my favorite fighting game is uh tekken if i had to choose one i would definitely have to go with tekken tag 2 me and dreaded talked about this last podcast on how this was the spearhead for the tekken series and I'm I'm really really curious on how uh, when it's finished, Tekken Seven will play um, not only in the arcades but just just as the console versions as well. That would be my my favorite fighting game, hands down. If they made Tekken Tag Two remake for the PS4, I would be the first one to buy it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, man. I saw some videos of quote unquote special moves and the mechanics of the game from in, in Tokyo. And uh, it looks fluid, you know. It kind of looks like they didn't they didn't try too hard to make it so animated like, and they didn't, you know, take away from the gameplay. But it's definitely something that you would want to use at an end of a round, kind of like a caveat, you know, just to say I beat you, and I beat you bad, <laughs> and and that's and that's some um, that's something I liked about that. The characters look really well. The controls. Just because it's on it's on an arcade, you know, they're standing up, it's on a big box. They looked okay. I think they could have been, you know, tuned a little bit better, but that's that's just, you know, uh, me nitpicking. 
Okay, so Tekken is your thing. Well, currently, what, what are you? What's getting the most attention right now, fighting game wise? So, right now, it's Blaze Blue. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I said this earlier. Um, I spent seven hours just on the tutorial, just to figure out how in the world this game works. I don't know nothing about the game. I don't know nothing about the series. I'm brand new, and I felt like new. So when I started playing this game, I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is legit." You know, like their tutorial mode is just not this is how you punch, this is how you do a move, this is how you kick. No, they went from this is how you move, this is how you whiff, this is how you wake up punish, this is how you forward roll, this is how you continue a punish when your opponent's rolling backwards, things like that. They went into advanced comboing where you could go in and do an overdrive move into a, uh, into a super combo or end a super combo uh, with an overdrive, a special move. That will uh that would like basically do like you know half their health things like that, um so I'm still I'm still working my way around it. If anybody out there that's listening to this that plays this, Karaga, Hazuma, I play those two right now. Good uh mid range long range characters, and uh, I will use I'm starting to use Bullet for uh, my close range attacks and things like that. Um, it's a definitely, definitely good buy for people who want to get into the 2D fighting world. Not just because of the flashy graphics of cartoons and anime mixed into it, but the tutorial mode literally is the stepping stone for fighting games. I it it's it's crazy. Like everything that that dreaded and angry I've talked about during the training videos that have showed you it on YouTube channels. It's it's literally written in black and white, and and it's it's just amazing, you know, that they got this down to a science. Um, if I could take this 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 tutorial, this training manual, and pull it out of the game and write it as a book, it'd be number one on Oprah's list. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, um, that's that's how I definitely feel yeah. about this game. I strongly I strongly recommend. Awesome. It. That's pretty awesome. Uh, I didn't know like that's a lot of detail with that that tutorial mode. Uh, I've played yeah. uh, both uh, both Angry and I played some Blaze Blue uh, when we got that uh, overseas. It was a it was a completely different experience from any other fighter I had played up to that point. Good stuff. When you go to tutorial mode, because I'm looking at it right now, you go to lessons. Goes to basics, beginners offense, game rules, defending, rolling, intermediate combos, things like that. When you get down to the bottom, when you get down here, it says uh, inter intermediate canceling, canceling into specials, jump canceling, dash canceling, knockdown follow-ups, um, rapid cancels, counter counter assaults. Then you go down to counter hits, fatal counters, counter throws, uh, throw redirect misses. So like if you parry somebody into a throw, you can cancel it and throw them. Um, and then when you get into like some of the advanced stuffs, it's got high-low mix-ups on here. What fighting game puts high-low mix-ups in their tutorial mode? You know what I mean? And physical and throw mix-ups. Oh, um, putting pressure on wake-ups. <laughs> putting pressure on... <laughs> <laughs> putting pressure on hey, wake-ups. I'm, 
this is this is crazy. And then at the end, at the end, this is the best part right here. Okay, I only got two done, but it's combos that end with uh, distortion drives, combos that end with dash cancels, combos that end that combos from counter hits, combos from fatal counter hits, combos using uh, rapid cancels, and combos using overdrive. So this game really goes in depth on how to hone your skills as a fighter so that when you go and play other games that use a combo system, you you, you already have this process. Like, just from playing this, if I went to go play Mortal Kombat X now, I memorize all the combos that I use for uh, for the uh, Warlock of, uh, I was going to say Orochimaru, but it's not him. It's Kwong Chi. I don't know why I was thinking Naruto. That's probably because Naruto uh, Shinpuden 5 is coming out. But if I went to go do that, I would I, I would I would know what to do a lot better, you know, just from this game. So integrating the gaming systems is is is, is really is really cool to see. What game are you looking forward to the most here? Easy fighting game or otherwise? I'll start off with fighting. Um definitely Street Fighter Five. Definitely, definitely waiting for that that I know will be out in America and ready to play. Other than that, Tekken 7, there's nothing, I was doing some research online, there's really, there's not nothing coming out next year, you know, even later on this year, that's, that's appealing to me. Oh, I'm sorry, I lied to you, Rising Thunder is a game by Seth Rollins, I believe his name is. Seth Kitt. Yeah, yeah, Seth Seth Kelling, Seth Kelling. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to send me an access code so I can play this game. I, uh, I I was watching it online and it definitely definitely piqued my interest. It's a it's a giant mech battles, but it's actually like fighting style. So um, I'm definitely waiting for that. Uh, as soon as they send me the link, I'll go ahead and start playing and see how it is. And that's it for fighting games. Games on the horizon definitely Need for Speed. Shout out to Ghost Studios out there in uh, Sweden for Need for Speed Rivals. Really good game. And because they're doing this game, I can tell that the graphics that they use from Rivals will be in this. And uh, it'll be it'll be legit. So I'm definitely waiting for that. Big, big fan of the uh, the whole car scene. I have my own race car, but that's that's another topic. And uh, Black Ops 3. I'm definitely a big Call of Duty fan. And I'm glad that, uh, that Activision is coming back out with the third installment. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but definitely Need for Speed before anything else. Okay, very cool. Any other random games you want to shout out? Uh, nah, that's it. That's good. I'm good. That's all, all right. I to shout. All right, man. Okay, now we're going to get to move back to Dreaded here. Dreaded, how you doing? Man, living the dream. Okay, so I guess it's... I'm going to ask you now how you feel about these things uh, while we, we have a little time here. What was your favorite fighting game? Like, what is it or what was it? I remember my very first exposure to fighting games was the original Street Fighter II World Warriors. And then a little bit later, Super Street Fighter II dropped on the Super Nintendo system. And that's probably where I, where I actually started playing a lot. Picked up my first main. Oddly enough, I actually started off with Honda because I thought that you know, I could just beat everything with the, with the hands. I was just <laughs> hand every, like just, just, just walk forward, jab, walk forward, jab hands. Which is not an unviable strategy, but I, I moved to, to you know some different characters, and you know that's when I started playing DJ, 
even though he was completely awful in that game, I didn't even know. So I picked him up anyway because he was cool. He was the cool guy. And, you know, just beating the game. Uh, later, Soul Calibur changed my life uh, back in college. Soul Calibur 1 on the Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. And then later, Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube. Love those games. Up until 3 because then I felt betrayed because they didn't put it on the, the GameCube. And I didn't have a PS2. And then when I finally got my hands on a copy and a PS2, I felt betrayed. I was like, wow, they made they made Soul Calibur worse. Aww. So I still play Soul Calibur 2. I'm really glad that they actually released it as a, you know, the HD online. Mm-hmm. I was so stoked cuz now I have it. I don't have to I don't have to dig out my old uh, GameCube to play Soul Calibur 2. Uh, I, I like playing uh sur- Yeah. Well, if I want to play as Link, I'm going to have to dig out the GameCube. But now I can play as Hihachi and Spawn. Go figure. Yes. But, uh, you know, I, I love playing. Uh, Cerv- Cervantes was my number one. And then I was also playing Ivy, Nightmare, and Astroth. All bad guys, but uh, I love that game. I, I also like Mortal Kombat 3 back back in the Super Nintendo days. That was fun. There was, there was a big scene around it. Whenever there's a new Mortal Kombat game that comes out, even like Mortal Kombat versus DC, which I'm just gonna say this was just an abomination of a game. I'm not even gonna call it a fighting game. It's still people still played it because there was hype around it. It's like, oh, you could play Batman versus Scorpion. That's so great, you know. So there's always like hype surrounding Mortal Kombat. There was hype surrounding Mortal Kombat Nine, so I played it. But I'm not. I'm not gonna go for ten. I'm not gonna go for X. Mainly because I don't have a PS4 at the moment, but just just not going to fall for it this time. You know, I'm focusing. Uh, and then, of course, later, uh, after I joined the new Challengers and when the scene kind of shifted away from Street Fighter, I, for a couple months, dedicated myself to Tekken Tag Tournament 2. There were some, some strong fighters out there that really took me under their wing and showed me the ropes and showed me how much different it is from Street Fighter. But more, more importantly... They gave me the process to how to learn how to play a character. You know what I'm saying? They're like, you need to look up your top 10 moves. This is how you implement your sidestep. This is how you implement your sit jab, your standing jab. These are the mids. These are the pokes you want. These are the kind of execution you want. And this is how to play the wall, all that kind of stuff. It's very fascinating. Don't play it as much as Street Fighter now, but I like that I have it in my lexicon of fighting games. I can still throw down. With my my two guys, uh, Miguel and Eddie, and no, I don't play Eddie like a scrub. I don't do that. Yeah. I play him. Is it? No, I don't play. I don't play Eddie like a scrub. I'm don't. I'm not mashing. I uh, I don't just throw out Capoeira flippy kicks all the time. I gotta set them up. Gotta set them up to get big combos. I gotta play Tiger. Uh, Tiger is cool looking, but not as good as Eddie in this game. Uh, because his back one four is a huge setup, and Tiger does not have back one four. He has back one two, and it's a bind move, but you can't start super long combos after it like Eddie does. But anyway, that's getting into the weeds. So yeah, now I'm honing my Street Fighter Cross Tekken skills and my Street Fighter Four skills. Me and Angry, we are the legendary duo. We put a lot of time into Street Fighter Cross Tekken, even though that scene is nearly dead because that game is... People didn't give that game a chance because of all the negative nope. hype surrounding it. But I love that game. I love that game. Well, but yeah, I'm just going to be playing Street Fighter 
Street Fighter 4 up until Street Fighter 5 drops, and I check up on the news on that daily. I was happy when they put Vega in because I used to play Vega. And then I saw that he was a command character, and you know what? I'm not going to sweat it. As a matter of fact, <laughs> no, nah, you know what? For a second I did, but then I told myself, you know what? There's going to be all kind of characters. What if they drop new characters? What if Nikali is right up my alley? What if they drop someone from Puerto Rico? You know, I'd be just have to play that. So I'm just going to chill out. I'm going to consume all of the information that I can. And then when I get my hands on that game, I will pick a main based on gameplay, based on getting the W, based on how comfortable I am playing each character. And I'm going to pick about two or three, two or three mains, get like a main and a couple pocket characters. So that's just to say that's the game I'm looking forward to. And right now, with my time schedule, man, fighting games is the only thing I have time for. I used to play some of the other kind of games like back in the day, back when I was uh, cleaning up Arkham City. But uh, nowadays, it's just it's just I'm on that Street Fighter and the occasional Tekken. So yeah, yeah, that's that's what's on the horizon for me. Dang, that's like all four questions right there, man. Well, you know what? I thought I'd save you time, man. I got you know I got the notes right here. We're just doing it. Yeah, man. Yeah, notes. It was, notes always work. Notes always yeah. work. And I got to tell you, uh, it's interesting uh, hearing your views on the games, as always, Reddit. And, uh, yeah, thanks for that information because now I know how to destroy you. <laughs> oh, thanks. I just fall every night. That's what I do. So, Angry, please uh, tell us how you got into uh, fighting games and, and some of your progression along the way. Okay, so a lot of people started playing fighting games as Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter 2, or Fatal Fury, or games like that. I started with Clay Fighter on Sega Genesis. Not even the good games. Mr. Frosty. Really? Mr. Frosty. I played Ichabod Clay, or Ichabod Clay, I should say. I played Ichabod Clay, and uh, I played as uh, the Blob. And what really got me into fighting games is back in the early days of the internet, for me at least, I would go to GameFAQs and and get Moveless for the characters and put them out from the library. And at first I was just playing Clay Fighter because I wasn't allowed to play Street Fighter uh, because Chun, like I showed my parents a picture of Sagat Tiger uppercutting Chun-Li. So I was <laughs> not allowed to play that game because it featured women being hit. And But Clay Fighter, I, I don't know how I snuck that one under the radar. In any case, I... Uh, I started with that one. I wasn't allowed to really play any other games growing up or do much of anything. But I had Clay Fighter. And at first I just played it because it was kind of interesting to look at and kind of fun. And it had all these features that actually weren't in the Sega Genesis version. They were actually in the, the uh, Super Nintendo version. So I, I was kind of cheated just looking for options that weren't there. But I started experimenting with fighting games and the mechanics and downloading all the move list. One day I tried putting in commands for other characters for Bat Mr. Frosty and realized that whoever had made the move list on GameFAQs had not found all of Bat Mr. Frosty's attacks. Bat Mr. Frosty had like eight or nine different special moves. But yes, guy, he did. He had like a super charge punch. He had two different dashing charge attacks, two different anti-airs. Project, uh, he had a projectile where he'd blow out like a cloud of puff, and he had one where he'd throw his fist. And I, I, I got all these. I'm like, how did this person miss all these moves? And I started experimenting with quarter, quarter circle forward, 
quarter circle back, half circle forward, half circle back, charge down for three seconds, up and punch, charge back for two seconds, forward, and, it, and I just kept doing all these different things, forward, down, down, forward, punch, which is really hard in that game, but it was useful for the blob because you had a, like an instant cross-up move, similar to Chun Li's move where she hops over and kicks you in the back of the head. Uh, the blob had a move like that, and what that led to with me getting notebooks, like extra notebooks I didn't use for school, and actually writing down move lists, and like going over them, writing down the moves, and then not only writing down, but naming them myself, because uh, there wasn't really a huge resource for Sega Genesis Clay Fighter back then, and writing down what made each move unique. Like I knew that his little projectile fist was faster, but the puff clout was bigger and like writing down what they did, what they looked like, and why you would use each each scenario. And that's when I really started looking more in depth in the games. But that at that point it was really just about the special moves for me. The next real fighting game I, I got into was uh Capcom fighting games and really wasn't until the Dreamcast era where I was just buying my own games at that point. And I started with, like, uh, Street Fighter Alpha. I would play that at a friend's house. I know that wasn't on the Dreamcast. It was on the PlayStation. But he had a PlayStation. He had Street Fighter Alpha. And I really enjoyed that. And once again, I used my Clay Fighter knowledge for special moves in that game to beat him. And it frustrated him because he was the owner of that game. And I just showed up in his house and was just wailing on him. Hey, Jarvis, quick question. Yeah. Quick question for you. Have you ever played Marvel vs. Capcom? I was actually about to get to that because... Uh, on the Dreamcast, I got Marvel 2. I played Marvel vs. Capcom on the Dreamcast. I like rented it from Blockbuster, and I didn't really get it. It just seemed super complicated, but it was really flashy, and I liked it. And I liked playing as Jin and Strider. was not good with either of those characters. But I got Marvel 2 <laughs> on the Dreamcast, and what that game did is I would look at the combo videos and stuff, and I said to myself, I'm never going to be able to do these combos. I'm never going to be able to do all this complicated stuff, but I practiced anyway. And eventually, I put over 100 hours in that game early on, and I was able to do some pretty cool-looking combos with Jin, Captain Commando, and I think my best team that I had was, like, Jin, Charlie, and uh, Felicia. Granted, I wasn't really good at that game. I knew very basic combos. I went to college, and I kind of opened my eyes at how garbage I was at fighting games, but I never really learned because I didn't have anybody to sit down and play with uh, at my level. It's just a bunch of people who were better than me. But I was able to compete in Marvel 2 to a certain degree. Uh, from there, uh, I was mostly a Capcom fanboy. I got Alpha 3. I, I, played a lot of t I put a lot of time into that. and I was still just a special moves guy. I just like to spam special moves. It wasn't until... Capcom vs. SNK that people really pushed me to be good at the game. By that, I mean they made fun of me because I couldn't do the King of Fighters commands. He's like, oh, you're just not good at King of Fighters. So I went out and immediately bought KOF Evolution for Dreamcast. And that's when I got turned on to King of Fighters and just said, forget you, Capcom. Your games, your games have nothing. This is amazing. These games are amazing. <laughs> I played up to 2002 as my favorite fighting game of all time when I was in college I played some guy who completely whooped me in the game and I asked him how can I get be get better like he was and he just looked at me and said learn combos and walked away damn oh so that's when I actually started learning combos and stuff like that and I started 
putting together combos in Alpha 3 and KOF 2002, KOF 98. I imported all the KOF games uh, up to 2002, from 98 to 2002, and played them on the Dreamcast. And that was a lot of fun. And from there, I played KOF 11. Uh, I got a PS, PS2. I played Max Impact. But the biggest game that had an effect on me would be Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Because that's where I actually learned how to play fighting games. So even though I've been playing fighting games since I was like 14, I like like really playing them, like really trying to learn how to play them. I didn't actually start playing well until Street Fighter 4. So I'm pretty recent in all this, but have an appreciation for the genre in general. So the, the current fighting game that I'm playing right now, I've been messing around with Street Fighter Cross Tekken, trying to find new tech in that game. Uh, I started playing uh, Dengoku Bunko Fighting Climax. I imported that one and Battle Fantasia on Steam. Just experimenting with that game. Haven't really played it online at all. And of course, Skullgirls. I like messing around with that from time to time. It's a lot of resources to help me get better, like frame data in the game. It's like dynamic frame data, too, so it changes depending on what, what they're doing, if they're waking up, if they're blocking, whatever. That's awesome. And the game that I'm most looking forward to on the, over the horizon, fighting game-wise, be Street Fighter V because it's looking amazing. It's looking like a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to uh, Pocket Rumble finally dropping. Once it gets out of the alpha, the beta oh, will yes. be coming out here soon. I've been receiving emails about that game. And I'm looking forward to the, uh, the update for Chaos Code to come out at some point. Street Fighter V is a big one, though. It's a brand-new game. New twist on all the characters, and it looks amazing. Definitely going to give Ken a shot. Definitely going to give Nikali a shot and Ryu. He's got a beard. He's got a beard, right? Yeah, man. Outside, He's got a beard. outside of that, uh, games I want to shout out, you know? I wish Sonic would get good. <laughs> I really wish it would get good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It never is going to yeah. get good. And uh, Evil Land 2, it's like, uh, it's... It's an RPG game that starts out as like Final Fantasy style and it evolves over time. So it starts out 2D, you're like a little block moving around like an Atari RPG and then it evolves into like a full-on 3D fighting or 3D game. But they also have like a fighting game in there and they've got Zelda-esque parts, they've got Final Fantasy parts. It just borrows from all the different genres. So Evil Land 2 is what I'm looking forward to right now. Platforming wise, that uh, sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, you should see it. What, what, uh, watch the trailers for Evo Land. It, it's really interesting. Okay. But uh, I've been just, I guess, looking forward to updates to uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth as well. So that's all I really got on my side, man. That's my history of fighting games. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. I had never, ever heard that much detail or devotion when talking about Clay Fighter. <laughs> Uh, ever, so it it, it kind of reminds me back in the day when I tried to get good at Primal Rage, and then I realized that that is futile. That game, that game is so awful. Yeah, man, I have. Uh, I might still have those notebooks somewhere, but I probably throw them away. Just full of move lists from different games, like all the different characters. You, you know what's funny? That's so cool. Just to add, just to add to this. Um, when you started talking about the notebooks, I remember when I was younger because I may have mentioned like Smash Brothers and stuff like that, but I started out, you know, with Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. I remember buying a notebook from the supermarket 
and just playing every game and actually writing out the movesets for every character by chapter, uh, by game, of everybody's movesets. What the combo breakers were when the original Killer Instinct came out, um, crossover attacks. I used to just annotate all this stuff down. So it's like bringing me memories of, of what I used to do. And the notebook was just for me, just so I can have something to review from time to time. Heck yeah, man. That's so cool. I did that a little bit with cross Tekken, but we got strategy guys and the internet now and people who are far better than me that can write that information down. Shout out to those guys. Those guys are the real MVPs, man. <laughs> You're the real yeah. MVP. Man, I've really enjoyed today's yeah. session. Got to learning about everybody. Oh, what were you saying there, Dreddit? No, just those those strategy guides are they're not 100%, but they're amazing places to start. You don't feel like you're starting at ground zero with no knowledge. Like you're like, okay, I got a I got a place to start here. It, they're, it's really cool. It's a really cool resource to have. And they've gotten better, like so much better than where they were. They have. They're, they're even called a yes. Bible now. Yeah, the Street Fighter Four Bible. <laughs> the Rendocon Bible. Yeah. It's been enjoyable talking to you guys. Uh, you guys into anime or anything like that or watch anything cool recently? Oh, of course. Uh, assassins, uh, assassination Classroom, man. Huh, Read it. I Love saw it. a guy dressed as that squid guy at a Anime Did you? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, I have nice. one. Harlock. It's on Netflix. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys watched it, but my wife put me on it, and it is awesome. Nice. So it's, it's a, it's a it great movie. What's on? Harlock. Space Har- Captain Harlock. Right. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's a, yeah. They got five stars too. Oh. Awesome. Real quick. Do we do we have time to talk about the uh the super mashup game that is is complete garbage and uh, I almost bought it? Uh, well, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we can hit that up later, though, man. Keep no. going. <laughs> no, it was. I almost uh, bought it. It's a mashup game. Mashup game. What what mashup game? JV JV JV. It's got. Wait, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. I went to GameStop and uh. By the way, shout out to GameStop in Crofton, Maryland. Y'all know how to find me and stuff like that. But uh, the manager was like, I spent 60 bucks on this game. And he spent 90% of the time looking at the wall because the cameras were horrible. Well, good thing I bought that <laughs> oh. game and pre-ordered it and I was going to play it today. I just might as well just break that disc and throw it out the window. <laughs> awesome that's not what i wanted to hear that is the last i really wish i had just cut you off and no we don't have time for that you just ruined everything <laughs> everything i'm gonna edit all this out this entire port is editing it out <laughs> erasing it from history <laughs> wow good times we had to leave it on a high note <laughs> indeed Oh, <laughs> awful. Of course, me and Dredd have been doing uh, Baki. So. I found oh, yeah. a manga called Tough that looks pretty cool, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to start there because I'm currently caught up on every uh, every volume of Baki there is. Yeah. Have you waiting, watched the just Fighting waiting. Ippu? Fighting Ippu? Oh, yeah, Ippu. Fighting what? Ippu. Uh, okay, Ippu. well, there's another one to check out. Yeah, the boxing. I'm going to yes. check it out. That's where they got... There's over got a thousand, cool. so... You'll be good. Nice. He does the Dempsey role as a special move. Cool. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. All right, everybody. Very classy. 
It was good to have you all here. Oh, classic challenger. It was good to have you all here today, and once again, we would not have met each other if it weren't for the USO. So shout out to the USO. Support the troops. We'll be signing off here today. Uh, thank you. This Q&A was excellent. We'll have to do it again with another group of challengers. Uh, dreaded. Interesting learning about your history of fighting games. Uh, now I know you're kryptonite, and I will yeah, destroy you the next time we play. All right. That's a, that's a promise. Yes, that is a promise. It's, actually, it's also a threat. Interesting. <laughs> that being said, awesome. close it out here with a little bit of uh, until the next challenge. Peace. Peace.